Greetings, citizens of Earth. You are barking a happy tune with my pal Smurf of Smurf and the Magic Tones on 5280 Geek. From the Vegas studios, it is Weekend Geek Update. Smurf here, and as promised, from the far side of the microphone himself, the man, the myth, the legend from POI, it's that annual time of year again where him and I sit and reminisce about years gone by. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Hawks. I am here. I'm over here. And I was <laughs> promised? I heard that. I was promised. That means you talked about me prior. I did. I wow. did. I said... Uh, I pumped you up about two two podcasts ago. Wow! I, I now I'm feeling the pumping. This is <laughs> this is great. This is great. Yes, <laughs> I am here for my my yearly thing over from the the points of interest podcast island. How are things over on the POI? You know, for you know Smurf, I almost called you Francis. My my co-host Francis over there. would be pissed. Uh, he probably would be. Love Francis though. He's a great great man. Yes, yes. Yeah. But nobody wants to get their names mixed up. No. Um, uh, you know, we, uh, we just did the WonderCon, uh, for their, their first show, our first show back, you know, basically everybody's show back, uh, but we'll get into the meat of that, we but, will. but, uh, how are things going over there? They are well, my Good. friend, uh, sponsor list mostly, but you know, that's another, that's another show, another, another topic. It, um, it was funny cause I ran into JM, uh, the last con that I did, which was, uh, C2E2. Okay. I ran into JM because we're like, oh, we got to take a picture. Oh, of, sure. And send it to you because you'd be insanely jealous. And JM and I are just laughing. <laughs> he's, dude, he's like gotten fit too. Oh, yeah. I was like, holy balls, dude. And he's yeah. all like, yeah. yeah. Well, like, okay. Mr. Mr. Clark decided to take that time off that we all had and decided to, to just really to just lum- lumberjack himself up. No shit. So it was good to see him when, we, uh, when I did uh, C2E2. Uh, just before the blip, and uh, is he still part of the network, or what's so, he doing? So the the what's, what was once named the Points of Interest Podcast Network kind of dissolved, actually, my oh, friend. Uh, uh, I'm trying to hear that. I believe it was uh, midway through 20. Gotcha. Uh, there was there was a big talk between Jason and myself about just the state of the union, if you will. Gotcha. Um. And uh, not to speak badly on anything, because we no, have nothing life badly happens. to say about anybody. Right. Uh, but kind of like the conversation we were having before we hit the record button about uh, mutu- the mutual masturbation of, of sharing each other's content, <laughs> if you will. Uh, uh. And uh, I was doing a lot of jerking off. And I wasn't feeling anything in return. You weren't getting the release. I was not getting anything getting in return. Chafed over no, there. No, nobody was touching me. <laughs> I'm just over here in the corner. Yeah. So, uh, and it, it became a point where it was just, it was too much work, with not a lot of return. No, and you know, it's a thankless. It's a thankless job. It really it is. is. It is. And it, we knew that going into it. But it's we, true. we decided that uh, it, the course had run its it, – it's, uh, the time had come. It, it had run, run its course. Uh, so the Points of Interest Podcast Network, which was a mouthful to say. It was. Uh, became the Points of Interest Podcast. 
So you just have them on periodically. I have uh, different hosts of different shows on occasionally. Uh, Francis is always there with me, my podcast partner for life. Right. Uh, we have brought in uh, Savannah, who was once on one of the shows. Uh, Speak Geek to Me, which was a nice, clever name. That's kind of naughty and nice all at yes. once. I like that. Yes, yes. Uh, but um, she's a hoot, so we kept her around. Is she here in town, or is she No, she is in uh, Wisconsin, oh, Minnesota. 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 Minnesota's worse than Wisconsin, but okay. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, we, either way, she's no over in loss. that area. Yeah. Over in that area. So... You know, unlike unlike we getting to do right now, which is so few and far between, where I actually get the podcast with somebody. I'm, um, you know, it's funny because during the blip, everyone wanted to go do the the remote thing and do the video camera, and I tried it at first, and it just was a clusterfuck. It didn't work because like somebody on their end didn't have the right gear, or I was in a dead zone, or something. Something always went wrong to where I was just like, you know what, I'm not doing it. I can't, I can't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Now I can, but I don't want (laughs) No, no, I I, I hear you. I mean, that makes sense. And for for something that's that's inevitable. It is inevitable. You're going to have to do a remote interview or something. And that was even before the bad times. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult. It is. You you learn one thing, and that that is patience. Because... It's a lot. It's it. Once you learn, it's hard to step on each other when you're face to face. People do it. People do it. But when you're online Ooh. and you have possibly that slight lag, that delay, you really have to learn not to step on each other. So it's it, it's it's taught me quite a bit. It does take a certain sense of timing, for sure. Which a lot of people still lack, even after years of. Of doing it, which is funny to me. So I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm, I don't, I do not consider myself an expert by any sense of the imagination. But I do, I do know, I do know a lot more than I think I give myself credit. Uh, for. I mean, it, look at where we are, right? Look at the equipment you're surrounded by. That that it, that stuff isn't a, that you don't just don't buy it willy nilly. No, I'm sitting next to a four hundred dollar microphone. Okay. <laughs> And, it and, is a nice microphone. In fact, I, I don't even know why I'm not using that one because that's this is the microphone that I, I want. But this microphone, is, the one you're on, is actually really nice. I like yes. that one. This is a power hungry bitch. Oh, I got to turn the gain up like a mofo for that one. Well, see for for the 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 SM SM. What the hell is this? SB the SB the SM. Yeah, SB whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You need a, a cloud lifter, mm-hmm. and that's another three hundred dollars. Yes. So, and I've got the the voiceover booth in the other room, and that's got a different mic in there with the the Scarlet Solo for the interface, and I run that out to whatever whatever I'm running. And, and everybody that's listening is going, "What are they talking what? about?" This is yeah, this is the tricks of the trade, kids. This is this is what it takes to be a podcaster. <laughs> but it, but going back to what you're saying about yes. not being an expert, I think that you and I, if if we sat down and actually put a plan together you and i could do how to start a podcast panel yes without it being the whole time just a big mutual mastication thing but i think between the two of us you coming from a professional side of things me coming from a complete amateur side of things you've done very well though i 
I mean, here we are sitting there jerking each other off, but hard work pays off. It does. So I was at the last con in North, no, Nebraska, and they did have a panel of starting your own podcast, and there were two, four, five, five people, not including myself. So I went in just just to be, be a nosy Nosy, oh. I want to. I want to see what, because I don't know what the hell's going on out there. Maybe I'm missing something. There's a new generation coming up from behind me, and it was just such an odd panel. They are good. One is in broadcasting school, and they have their team. and the The approach that they took was very unique, and but they didn't lay down like anything for like hosting until I brought it up, or you know how to set up your mic or your interface or the gear or any of that. And then it was it was asking questions and trying to pace and all of that. So it was I had to interject. There was a couple of times I'm like, okay, no, 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 I got to say something, <laughs> right? And, and that's what I'm saying. I, I think that we can at least be have an entertaining 45 to an hour easily. And and even if it was just a bunch of people we knew, it would be okay. I think I a think, lot of people would just come to hang out to see us just banter and just talk to us because we I, haven't seen anybody in freaking ever. Right. And so I think maybe maybe we should maybe we should arrange that. You know, Fan Expo I hear is looking. For panel ideas, Bruce McIntosh is running um, the community and looking for panels from hmm. the grapevine. From what I heard, oh well, that, that's all speculation. It's all speculation. Yeah, well, no, no, I, I, I know, but you say that. I right? say that. I can see the face you're making, but you see, for the audience, you see, you say <laughs> it's speculation. It's, I, I think it's true. Yeah, well, what, yeah. He's always doing the. He's always setting up the panels. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. So I think if you want to do that, I will sign up because I already know. What I've got planned for the expo. Sure. I'll be there, I think. Well, I mean, As I make a face. <laughs> you, you have the direct connection. You keep me updated. I will, I will, I will, I will start making bullet points. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that plan. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Um, but uh, no thing, like I, like I alluded to earlier, I just did WonderCon. We just came back. Uh, a week ago from it. Um, first show in three years. Right. For, th- for them. First show Comic-Con International has put on in three years. How rusty were they? Not very. Okay. Actually. That's encouraging. I had to think about that for a second and just go over it. I did not see. There was there was an issue in one of the anime rooms. Okay. Not out of the ordinary. No. And it was a it was a copyright issue. So it wasn't Ooh. it wasn't a hands check, it wasn't uh, someone being inappropriate, it was a copyright issue. So can we play this? No. Can you please put your camera away? Oh, it's even worse. I'm going to I'm going to post this. Uh no you're not. <laughs> you this is readily available stuff. There's no need to copy to pirate this. Right. Um, that is the only incident that I saw. Okay. Well, that's um, not bad. It could have been a lot worse. Oh, it could have been. And especially, apparently, California is very much over this whole mask thing in general, which I think is I think that's, probably I think that's nationwide. Nationwide kind of feeling. Um, it was required to have a mask on to gain entry to the show. Right. You, you also had to prove vaccination. Okay. 
Anaheim. Now, I, I this is based off of what I saw. Mm-hmm. I don't have numbers. <laughs> I have no data. <laughs> this is just strictly speculation, semi-sober <laughs> observation and speculation. Yeah, well, I got a funny story about that too. But um, <laughs> pro- prove vaccination, okay. or if you haven't been vaccinated, step into this tent, get vaxxed. And Shut up! We'll really, let, we'll start letting you in as long as you have a negative test as well. Or if you uh, are don't want to do either one of those, take a test right here. Wow! So so they're they're very eager to have attendance attendees. Yes, but they at the same but time but they had the solution to the problem. Yes, yes. Right. They're like you're not vaxxed. Well, hey, guess what? It's been free this whole time. It's free today. (laughs) (laughs) And for you, today, it's free. Today is your lucky day. Well, I mean, that's that's encouraging. Because, I mean, when we did... I haven't done a a national con... Well, I mean, I guess the Nebraska one. But, you know, like, Heavy Hitter, Wonder Con, Emerald City was my last one at the tail end of last year. Okay. So I think the next big one for me is Planet because I'm not doing Philly this weekend, which mm. I I need a break. But Emerald City wasn't horrible, but you had to mask, and it was still s- s- kind of eh, semi, you know, whatever people are comfortable with. Because you know you got people setting up their booths, and their masks are off. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard as balls to be lifting and strapping and setting things up, you know, sucking through a half damp mask. Sure, doesn't does it defeats the purpose? So everyone's just walking around without masks. And all of Anaheim PD mm-hmm. was also not wearing a mask, but attendees again required to enter with a right. mask. There were PA about a PA announcement. I'd say every. 45 minutes. Right. Please wear your mask. Uh, let's encourage everybody to wear your mask. Okay. Uh, but we're not, but it didn't say right. we're going to walk around and tell you to do it. But we highly encourage you to do so. Well, even when we went to the restaurant in Seattle, restaurants, uh, they would ask for a proof of vax. We would walk in with our masks, but as soon as we sat down at the table, the masks came off, like, immediately. Well, yeah, because the the, 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 the disease goes above your head. It does, of course. You know, so. <laughs> it's like the flames. You crawl out on your right. belly. Exactly. <laughs> it, 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 that's where all the clean air is, that's right? That's where all the clean, clean air, air in a restaurant is at sitting level. <laughs> you know, exactly. Where, where, where the cloud of smoke used to you used to hover, right? That's where clean air. Especially is if now. you go like to Minnesota and and Wisconsin, where it's winter and they still smoke in, in restaurants. No, they used to. I don't know. If I, they I, still I, yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't. I, don't I think know they finally got around. Yeah, that. I think they. Well, they are trying to get rid of seatbelts in one of those states over there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even kidding. What? Yeah, that I don't. Remember, horrible. Idea. I don't remember which one it is. Oh my god. Uh, but uh, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, the, so the you're show. you're in WonderCon. The show uh, was about uh, 80%. I've only been one year. So I was there in 19. So based off my one-year experience, I would say they ran at about 80%. Uh, No big studios at all uh, of any kind, comic or Hollywood. No no big studios. Uh, Tubi, Netflix, both, both of them had a presence. Okay. 
Um, I have about 75 emails from PR people begging me to come to one of three movies that were on display that weekend, and none of which uh, were were uh, flipping my skirt up. Right. Uh, a couple, nothing you're excited about. Nothing. Uh, one was, and I'm not throwing anything under the bus. No. Uh, but Titanic 666, uh, definitely a horror flick of some kind. Right. Uh, but I'm not really a horror guy. Nope. And I I can't fake the funk. I can't double fake the funk. I don't know who you are, <laughs> and I, I don't have any interest in I have, horror. I have no idea who you are, and I have no idea what this film was about. I don't care. Strike three, you're out. Right. So uh, it was awesome getting those offers. I it, felt, is, it is. I felt important. Yeah. I was like, wow, I'm on a list. Uh, I'm on a list somewhere. and But it just, there was nothing exciting. With that being said, though, I looked at the panels and went, became, we're taking it easy this year. Right. I'm not a panel guy. I'm a floor guy. Yes. Uh, so You've always done guerrilla podcasting at Gorilla its best. podcasting. Yep. So we looked at the panels. Kevin Smith had a panel, a Q&A, to close out so one, Friday. One question and a very lengthy answer. Four questions. Oh, he's getting better. Bo- uh, Warm-up story. Of course. Four questions okay. plus, a, plus a, a good cry. Did he get weepy again? Uh, only because the final question asked of the night yeah. uh, was, paraphrasing, uh, in lieu of Bruce Willis's recent news, does that change the way you feel about him Yeah, because there's, there's, there's a rift between the two of Big them because... Time. Of the film they did together. And, yes. But uh, he does have a very interesting story to that when he asked Bruce Willis to reprise a character from his older days from uh, Moonlighting. Uh, Moonlighting, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, but uh, which the question immediately made him cry. And Kevin's a crier. He'll cry, yes. He'll cry if the, the wind blows in the right direction. Uh, but he, he gave a very elegant answer. He does feel a little bad because he doesn't know how far that that disease affects somebody. Right. Uh, it, it it it's affected him so much that I believe this week, as we're recording, he's getting to meet with Bruce Willis face to face. Wow. And he's like, e- even if he can't say a word to me, I just want to let him know. That, so he like, wants to reconcile. He wants to reconcile. Bygones be bygones. Right. It's Twelve years later. I don't think I don't know. Does Bruce Willis strike you as the type that carries a grudge? It just kind of seems to me that okay, this happened, I'm done, and just moves on. I don't see anything bothering Bruce Willis. Yeah, and and that's going all the way back to moonlighting Bruce mm-hmm. Willis. Like it's just like oh, it's Bruce Willis. Yeah, like Ashton Kutcher was banging his wife in his in his house when he wasn't there, and it, he was exactly. just like, you want to come over for dinner, Ashton? Yeah. I mean, they, they, they're, they're still like a cohesive family unit where Demi Moore, him, Ashton Kutcher, like, like hang out. I'm sorry. I'd have to draw the line of hanging out with a guy that is stoinking my, my, my ex. Yeah. I, I, I don't have the intestinal fortitude to just not be an asshole. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but it, it, was, it was good to hear him, you know, get it out a little bit. Well, and, that's good. Uh, he, his warm-up story. He was talking about he goes up Mulholland Drive to clear his head and to smoke a big joint. Of course. 
I can't He's, think of a better place. He was driving up Mulholland Drive. Right. And noticed two people walking down the hill. The guy was carrying a girl, but they were face-to-face. So she was kind of straddling him face-to-face. Ooh, dirty. And as he approached, he noticed that they were having sex while walking down Mulholland Drive. So he turned around to drive by again to make sure that's what he saw, and he went into great detail. And then had <laughs> realized that he had – I still have to go clear my head up Mulholland Drive, so we had to turn around again – and drive past them once again. But he said, now I, every time I drive up Mulholland Drive, I'm hoping I see them again. No doubt. Hopefully they were attractive. I'm sure they were. That's I mean, California. he would have to be probably fit to be able to have sex while walking down yes. Mulholland Drive. Because that is a rather street, steep incline. Yeah, yeah. But um, so that was cool. That was a Friday night thing. It was only one hour, which I was like, how do you give Kevin Smith one hour? But... The hour the the bell went off and, mm. and they just about ran on stage and pulled him off stage. I believe that because we know he has the tendency to elaborate yes. and continue on. Yes. Um, well, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that we can get him on the podcast because he will be here for Denver Fan Expo. Oh yeah, well, that would be him awesome. and Muse. I think like the whole View Askew crew is coming for the most part. Yeah, I think so. I, I think I did see that. So that, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what else did we see? We saw Attack of the Show documentary panel. If Is you that remember. coming back? I do remember Attack of the Show. So In Attack fact, it was kind of it, my original premise when this started ages ago. That was kind of like, okay, that's the goal. <laughs> Nowhere close to it now. <laughs> that was the goal. Okay, I like it. I like it. Um, well, G4 is back. Yes, um, and they're under fire. I they saw. are they are getting some some shit right now, but Attack yep. of the Show is also back, mm-hmm. um, modified, but is back. Uh, so it's changing the way the documentary is being finished. Okay, because there, there's they had a different ending to the story. Now there's a new ending to the story because the show's technically still going. Right. Uh, but it, it doesn't have any of the hosts. It's all focusing on the back the producers, the writers, behind the scenes stuff. The behind the scenes stuff. They have forty plus hours of footage that they haven't used, they can't use, or they're not going to use because they're trying to keep it a tight, about 90-minute documentary. Jesus. But when they release the the media, physical media, wherever physical media format we might be in when this comes out, who knows what the new one's going to come out in two days, <laughs> uh, that there'll be all of that 40 out 40 plus hours of content they're gonna just give you everything wow uh hosted by chris gore chris gore has not changed in 12 years i was just about that was my next question uh he's a he's a little fluffier in the face uh the the coat that he he wears like a jean jacket to every con it doesn't fit him as well he admitted to that he's like it's a little tight but i'm trying guys i'm trying i'm trying (laughs) I think we all are. I think we all are trying. Yeah. The blip really screwed with a, a lot of us. Uh, but um, it was good. It, it, was, it was fun to see that because I'm a huge Attack fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I finally saw Dr. Horrible's sing-along oh, thingamajig. Oh, Neil Patrick uh, Harris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that closes out WonderCon every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they do Buffy's singing episode, uh, um, um with love, feelings yeah, with love or whatever it's whatever called. Whatever that is, yeah. They close 
San Diego out with that. Uh, but I had never seen Dr. Horrible, went and saw that. It was fun. It's, I liked it. It's right enjoyable. up to the end. And then I was like, what? There's no closure. There's nothing. It's like Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Just all of a sudden, just. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just okay. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, I'm glad I saw it. I don't understand the um, acting out, talking back to the screen. Yeah. The Rocky Horror Rocky Picture Horror. Show kind of thing, which I don't know where all of that started. Like, and everybody, it's just a cult thing, man. And I'm like, I understand it's a cult thing. I'm older than you. Don't tell me it's a cult thing. Don't mansplain to me. Like, I want to know who is the, the Jack and Jill that decided to start talking back to the screen. And then who did they bring that was like, yeah, we'll do that too. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. I've been to the Esquire multiple nights for people to come and perform the the movie that's on the screen and it's very sometimes it's weird i'm just yeah. gonna go with that yeah yeah <laughs> uh but uh lots of photos WonderCon, if it's good for anything it is an amazing cosplay photo taking opportunity uh the anaheim convention center is picture-esque yes it is amazing um they have fountains that they take a lot of the cosplay on the big fountains uh, which were cool this year because they were turned on. Last time I was there, they were not turned on. Well, that's pointless. Yeah. It's the point of a fountain if it's not on. Yeah. Eh. Mm. Uh, but great cosplay. Uh, cosplay that would not be allowed in any Colorado no. co- uh, Colorado con whatsoever. Um, it's a little more risque. More adult-oriented. Yeah, where, where here is, you know, no butt cheeks, no under or side boobs, not too much cleavage, right? Uh, where in California, and these girls did not enter. They they knew they would not be allowed in, but basically wearing pasty armor. Wow. Yeah, or a slave outfit that was not much there. <laughs> and to, for me, it's crazy to pay a hundred. Uh, WonderCon's up to one hundred fifty bucks for the weekend. Oh. Pay $150. I'm not saying that none of the cosplay people go into the show. Right. That's a lot of money to stand outside the show. That's a that's a crap ton of money to not go into. Mm. No. I, no. I saw I did see a couple Colorado cosplayers out there. Oh, nice. so okay. that, that was nice to see some familiar faces. Yeah. Uh I saw a group of Captain Americas. That it should give you all the information you you, you need. Uh, and I went, hey, it's a whole bunch of caps. Let me get your pictures, guys. Everybody do a different pose. Oh, hey, guy I know from the thing. Yep. Um, He's pr- doing protect, well. Protecting, protecting kayfabe on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know where everybody's stance is, so we'll just protect kayfabe. But it was good to, good to see nameless person. Um, and the other person I only, I only know just by seeing them. Don't even know the person's name. But I was like, oh, hey, they're from Denver. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was a good time. It was great to be back. Like I said, it was expensive, though. Very expensive. We only had about a three-week window in between approval to being there. Right. So it was expensive. Mm. Not a lot of time to book. You can just move I, I got it. I fixed okay. it good enough. <laughs> I don't want to add editing. You're fine. I'm not going to edit anything. It doesn't come through. It's fine. Uh, but um, no, it, it was it was it was good to be back. It was really good to be back. Um, 
So is there a con out there that you're excited to? Are you going to more cons? Well, funny you ask. Uh, taking place in just a few weeks at the Anaheim Convention Center. You're going back to California? I very well may be going, my friend. Jesus. Uh, Star Wars Celebration yes. is coming up. And not only does do I have a local connection to the area, right? my other host, Savannah, has also been press media at Star Wars Celebration in the past. So between you having a local and a, a prior... I think we'll be just I fine, think. and I'll be spending another $500 in a few weeks. Ugh. Ugh. I know that, actually, a few of our 501st and a few of the Mando Mercs are going out for celebration. Because mm. I was talking with them last week, two weeks ago. God, it's all blurring together. It's all blur. Yeah, but I do know that they will be there. So, And I am jealous if you get to go to the celebration because I want to go. I still haven't seen I, Galaxy's Edge yet. I, and that's, well, let me tell you a funny story about Disney. I may have told this last year when I was here. I don't know. But we went to downtown Disney right. last year. And I went straight across the street from the convention center straight into downtown Disney. Right. Still wearing my media badge, wearing my backpack <laughs> with 50 pounds of gear in it. You have to get into uh, – downtown Disney is an outdoor mall. Mm-hmm. It's basically all it's the shops. Yeah. All those shops and restaurants inside Disney without the $150 price ticket. Correct. And they have amazing corn dogs there apparently. And I, want, I was like, you know what? I haven't had a corn dog in 20 years. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Metal detector. Stop at the metal detector. Open your bag, sir. Open my – Bag full of all recording equipment. Oh, um, we need a, we need a supervisor for what? <laughs> I say to them in question. Innocent, we'll, trying we'll, to be innocent. We'll be we'll be with you in a minute, sir. Oh, and I'm like, oh god, what's happening? Shit. Now I expected uh, security Mickey, right, or security Goofy to show up, and it was this nice lady. Well, she appeared nice. Oh, okay. And they looked through my gear, which I didn't appreciate them going through my stuff. But what is this? It's a microphone. What's this? It's also a microphone. You see, they're the same shape. Well, you can't bring record- professional recording equipment, keyword, into Disney parks. That's correct. Which is also a keyword, Disney parks. That is not a, key- a Disney park. Owned by Disney, but whatever. Gray area. I'll give Gray. you that. So I said, oh, okay. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but I was just across the street. Look at my media badge. Right? So I was doing work. You sound like Wayne's World. Right. So I'm like, I'm doing this all back my my story (laughs) up, right? So they were like, okay, I I understand that, but you can't bring this in. Professional recording equipment. Now my my DSLR had a shotgun camera mounted to it. Mm. So I pulled my cell phone out, and I said, but I can bring my cell phone in, Yes. I said, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And I grabbed my camera with the microphone mounted to it. Right. And I said, I can bring this camera as it appears to you into the the thing. Yes. I was like, these are both professional recording equipment devices. So are you telling me I can't – nobody can bring their phone into your your thing based on your words? They were concerned about the corded microphones and the labs that I had – in my bag, the wireless microphones. All right. And I said, okay, I will promise you 
I will not open my backpack while I am inside these gates. I just want to get some food and enjoy the laughter I can hear mm-hmm. from from the, the Disneyland patrons. Right. They finally let me in. Wow. This year, I didn't bring any of my gear with me because I learned my lesson. Wise. Not completely. No. Because you can't bring marijuana. Oh, my God. Into Disney things either. Even if the marijuana is disguised in a cartridge form. <laughs> do they have dogs there? How do they even find that out? Please walk through the metal detector. No problem, guys. Beep, 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 beep. That's my, that's my belt. My belt sets all metal detectors off. Right. Empty your pockets, sir. I, all right. Knowing that what might happen, cell phone, wallet, kept the, the battery and the cartridges in my pocket. Can you walk through again? Beep, 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 beep. Wand. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. What's in your pocket? I almost told them I was pierced just so they wouldn't bug oh, with me. That would have been priceless. But I didn't. I was like, oh, I forgot these in my pocket. Hang on. Threw them on the table. What are the contents of those cartridges? And it threw me off. I was like, uh, mar- uh tobacco. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Um, you can't bring this type of cartridge into the party. There was a, a stern voice. Okay. The guy that was in front of me goes, just take them back to your car, dude. I don't want to take these from you. I know how expensive they are. Well, I mean, at least they're, they're yeah. But I was Consider like, it that way. I just walked here from my hotel. It's like a 25-minute walk over here. How about you just put them over there, and I'll come back later? He's like, I got to put them away. I throw them away, and I was like, you ripped them out of his hand and threw them in the trash. I was like, there, I just made the job easier for everybody. Oh, my God. I was like, I got these for free. I don't care. <laughs> so still painful. It is a little painful, but you know what? I still haven't learned my lesson because I'm sure next year or in a few weeks, I'll probably bring something in that they'll jack me up with. You probably will. So you uh, haven't been over to Galaxy's Edge yet? Not yet. Uh, it's that $150 entry fee into Disneyland that uh, makes it very difficult to gain entry. Plus, they are still um, uh, 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 doing uh, limited tickets per day. You have to schedule a day. Right. So they have no, uh, they have no walk-in, no walk-in customers right now. So you'd have to plan for it. But if you're there for Star Wars Celebration, I imagine you would get Galaxy's Edge entrance. I don't know. It's a very good question. I don't know, but I'll have to let you know if that happens. Um, and then Dragon Con is on the list this year. Um, Speaking to the guy that I usually work for during San Diego Comic-Con, he's worried that his panels will not get approved. He uh, now lives in New York, not San Diego. So he needs, he needs like four or five of his panels to get approved for it to be worth him to come across the country. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Right. So San Diego has been put on the maybe shelf for this year. Uh, but Dragon Con, if I can afford it, is a shoe in. Dragon Con is on the table, for sure. I don't. I don't know. 
Do I want to do it? We're trying to get the team together. So that's, if the team's going to do it, we're in. Because we're going to do the parade. We're going to mm. do, do all of that. So that'll be fun. But it's getting the team. Everyone's got to agree. Well, yeah, and everybody's got to be like, okay, you know, who's who's betting with who, and how much is that going to cost each person, and who yes. can afford what, and yeah, and we got to get the car there. Oh, the Ecto. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so there's there's an additional couple days. Yeah, because you get you're not probably not going to drive it. Not all in one day. You have to stop in St. I think every time or we drive, go. I'm saying you're going to trailer it or you're going to drive No, it? we drive that son of a bitch. Okay, uh, you might be the only Ghostbusters team that actually drives their Ecto. <laughs> no, there's not two. There's a few out there. But we'll drive it. We usually stay in St. Louis. St. Louis is where we usually stop. Okay. And then we go in. But. Yeah, we'll see. It, it, the tickets are still available and still fairly cheap. It's, they it's are a reasonable. fairly cheap show. It is. For what it is. But it's so many people, so I think that they're realistic about why jack it up and cut people out when we can keep it and, you know, pack it to the gills. Yeah. Well, it's it's the only show that's out there, really, that's not not company-run. It's all fan-driven. Yes. Like, if you if you have... If you have a super interest in anything and, and and can back up your information and say, yeah, I know how to do this, they'll give you a panel. They just, I think it's awesome that they it's open for everybody, right? Um, you know, you know the show. It's not going to be open for everybody pretty soon, Smurf. Yes, that's uh, Starfest here locally. 45 years. 45 years of, of 40, 43 years, 42 years of running a pretty good show. I mean, it was. And well, it was 45, but 42 of them were really good. I think you and I, was it you and I that were talking about this? That it, was, it used to be like the gold standard of cons. It, for, local, for, a local, yes. for a local mid-sized show, yes. Well, yeah, think think. 12 years before that, eh, 15 years before that, when it was StarCon yep. and StarFest, it was so, both shows got so big, they were like, it's, we got to make one show now. Mm-hmm. And or, or it got so small, it became one show. It depends on how there, you look there at was, it. There was, yeah, there was paperwork and there was meetings and there were decisions made behind closed doors that none of us were there for. Uh, but we can only assume what led and what happened. But it went from, like, one hotel to another hotel, and and, and the name changed in between, and they had a retail store for a while in the early That's right. 90s. That's right. Uh, but after 45 years, they have decided that uh, the, the ship is out of fuel and or the passion is gone. I think it's, I think it's a mixture of a lot of things. The blip happened. I'm surprised they're coming back, to be honest with you. And I think maybe it's only because of contracts that they're coming back for this final final throw. Um, but they lost Kevin, the mm-hmm. MC, mm-hmm. who, let's face it, he's... He was Starfest. He was. I mean, he's been carrying that show for a very long time. I mean, he he would do main events. You and I have had very lengthy conversations with the man, and he was he was a gem. He absolutely was, and his passion was sci-fi, and his heart was Starfest, and and that is, 
that was the pain. I think yeah. that was the final nail. Because I think Kathy would keep going. I really do. Um, but at this stage, she's on her own. Because I don't think the kids are helping her. Her husband's health has declined. I mean, he's not, you know, like, kaput. Right. But, you know, they... I, 45 years so that's got to put the if they started in their 20s or 30s it's they're getting up there they're getting up there i mean starfest starfest was one of the first place that showed star uh, star Tra- uh, star wars star wars mm-hmm. uh, illegally at a con yes and this is the this is the con where um david prouse pretty much will almost let it slip about Empire Strikes Back mm. twist. So there there were so many things that went on for this con and it's I mean it's my first con. I went in 82. It was my first con. I think I went to the last Star Con. Right. The separated show. I can't remember which one it was, but it's right. still the, the the last of the separated show before it combined. Uh Starfest was the second show to give me a chance at doing media slash press whatever. Right. Because Jits, um, no. Was that the one that I met you at? What Or was it Mile High Con that we met at? Mile High. Mile High. Mile High. But it's in that hotel. Yes. Same so, hotel this same year. Same hotel. It, so, yeah, it's it's changing from the Marriott, which it's been at since before the, the dawn of time. Pretty much. I mean, well, it was at the Crown Plaza. It was at the Crown Plaza way back in the day. And that's where I was when I, I went to it. So it's that's where I remember it. That's where it was StarCon right. before it became StarFest. And, I mean, it just I remember, you know, the, the, the Klingon battle room, and you wondered what was going in there when they debuted that that one year. Uh, I remember just the the main events room when they would have the celebrities come out and the dealer room I and mean, there was just there was just so much it, to I, take in i really started hitting it in 2012 right and it was at the marriott at that point mm-hmm. and the entire weekend felt like a party it it really did and it because always of has the because of the layout of that hotel mm-hmm. um at seven o'clock they would clear out that that middle section where the bar was, <laughs> they, where they had those little tiny like four three foot four foot tables, yeah, and they would clear all those people out like get your pick your shit up and leave. You set up tomorrow morning, but everybody else doesn't have to Don't, shut up. Just shut up. And they would open up that whole space, and it would become a big party. They would do whatever the the masquerade ball or whatever yeah, they it was would like call the, it, the the captain's ball or yeah. the ten forward ball or yeah, and. It was cool because the bar was on one end, and all the dancing happened outside of that. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just a big party atmosphere. Well, and I don't think the remodel did the con that's, that's, any favors. That's what I was getting to: is that they re, they they renovated the mall or the mall, the hotel, and they put a, a restaurant in where that dance floor, small tables would be, and now there's no flow no. to that entire area. And it's it's that that really messed with the vibe, mm-hmm. it, as the kids say. And then you had let's protect kayfabe on this one as best we can. Well, uh, you, you had a a known a known diddler, a a, 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 a uh, uh, convicted diddler 
in yeah. the show, in the show, that was pointed out by several people. Several people fingered the guy out and went, "That's a that's a convicted diddler," and the show did nothing. That that did not help any. The show's stance was there's not a problem until there's a problem. So, but the, to be fair, that is that was the mentality of the the show the entire time. It was, mm-hmm. but I think when that many people bring a concern to you like that, you, you have to act them. upon it. Yeah, and to do nothing, you did notice that following year there was pretty much no younger cosplayers there. Mm-hmm. Very true. And that the 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 younger crowd was the lifeblood to keep the show going. Because the people that have been going for 40 years were going to continue going for 45. Well, yeah. But it was the, the younger blood that always kept it fresh and became long-time people. Well, and to be fair, their parents brought them. That's probably very true. So, I mean, it was just kind of like this family tradition where, I mean, even one of my friends, there's a picture with her and her baby... And then in the next picture is the baby with the Orion slave girls. <laughs> nice. And I mean, and that kid's graduating high, graduated high school now. Right. So I, and I know there's more stories like that out there where they would bring their kids. I mean, um, Ken, our, our our buddy Ken, that does all of the uh, photography and video for main events. He was taking his son there four years and you know it's ken's been been one of those diehards and has all of the 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 pins and all of the memorabilia that goes with it and that was that was his one vacation a year that he'd always plan on i mean that was i mean there was a lot of shenanigans that would happen there there was i mean the 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 old denver voltron crew (laughs) i do remember like (laughs) if you will like, that's where we all got to hang out and just kind of BS together. It's true. Well, and, I mean, even just hanging out, I mean, I've drank with more celebrities at that con than I probably ever have at, like, uh, DCC or even, like, some of the other cons, like C2E2. I mean, I hung out at the bar there, but not as many celebrities. I remember one year, and they did this as a mixer, and I think you were there. Crowley from Supernatural. He was on Doctor Who. Um, he, he, he was a secret agent on that one. But he's he's just wandering around mm. with this floating table idea that they had for cocktail hour. So I'm sitting there and I'm I'm having this lengthy conversation with Crowley because he liked what we were talking about and he didn't want to rotate the table. So he's just sitting there and we're just bullshitting. I mean, it was just just one of those fun weird ideas. Yeah. They're like, eh, well, let's just try this. I mean, they 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 helped. They were trying. They would help out small press. They like would. Us. They, they remember a couple of years they tried doing uh, press fest, media media fest, media fest. It was too damn early in the morning for everybody. Yes, uh, but it was cool that like, hey, look, everybody, everybody that's here, we can try. We can, we can try to get you guys to interact. Yep. Here's some bagels. Here's some food. Here's some coffee. Everybody needs coffee. Everybody needs coffee. But then, I mean, not everybody would show, or it just it was tentative. You know, there's a lot yeah. of shyness that would want, would happen. Yes. Um, which, uh, I, you know, one of your questions that you asked me is the, the greater state of cons in general, you know, pulling the curtain back for the people that are listening. But I wish that was something – this is so fucking, like, inside baseball for mm. us, really. But, like, I wish cons 
Here, you're approved for media slash press. We want you to talk about us, but we're not going to help you at all. Yeah, we're just going to hang you out to dry. Yeah. Um, because, and you know what I liked? Speaking of cons that would do that, Salt Lake City Con. Yep. That, yeah. Was, was one of the few cons that even had, like, press day. And they had all of the celebrities at tables that you could go and you could talk to them. They even did an introduction, had them all out on stage. Let's get this out of the way so you're not constantly bothering them. And that's kind of like the mentality I took for building Colorado Festival of Horror was I'm going to set up times that the celebrities will be in here. I'm not having you on the floor trying to do the gorilla Gorilla thing, which is invasive. It is. And it takes from everybody else's experience. But at the same point, we're trying to get our shit done. Yeah. And the con isn't helping. They're like, yeah, you can contact or you can go or you can approach or whatever, whatever you're comfortable with, but we're not going to help you. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Um, and, and WonderCon in San Diego is no different. Right. But what is nice is that they have a press room. It doesn't matter. There is no level of press. If you're approved for press, you can enter this room, which I like, where a lot of shows that will go unnamed – have levels of press for some reason, which I kind of understand. At the same time, like if you're approving somebody, just approve them. But if you're approving somebody, let them use the facilities that are mm-hmm. there. Otherwise, how they? I mm, I did a interview one time with the Hulk. What does what's his Lou name? Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. One I didn't. The con side whore. story. I didn't know the guy was deaf. I honestly, oh. honestly, to hand to my heart, did not know Lou Ferrigno was deaf. When okay. was the last time you heard – with all the interviews that he does? Well, and I honestly right? thought he had hearing aids or he had something implanted to help him with that because he's – you're right. He's been on shows. He was on Celebrity Apprentice. He's, he, and he does cons on right. the regular. Me, myself, never seen an interview with Lou Ferrigno. Right. He's just a, mu- I, he's just a muscle guy. He was the Hulk. He grunted a lot. I had never – so I, on a hand to heart, had no idea. We get in an interview situation. I'm playing producer guy with levels and listening. Right. He answers the first question. I went, holy shit, he's deaf. <laughs> but the, the, the interview was over, and the first question he asked is, when is this going to be released? Hmm? And I looked at the, the press people for the show that were there. Right. And I said, well, if I had access to uh, facilities here, I could have it out in 20 minutes, but I don't because I don't meet requirements. So it'll probably be tomorrow. <laughs> and Lou looked at the press people and went, make, make, do whatever it is to make this happen. It, they didn't. They but did. Of course not. But yeah. that's just, that is the nature of the beast when it comes to doing the podcast. And that was one of the things in the panel that they didn't cover in Nebraska. And I really wish they had. The the don't get discouraged when you can't function because the cons are the cons allow you but they're betting against you because as far as getting guests getting interviews it's a slippery slope and it is it's a tiring battle it is and you should never take no for an answer within context yes it's nothing personal no should never be no no isn't just another way to find a way to yes. Mm-hmm. So how? that that window was locked. Let's check the back door. <laughs> you just walk in with everybody else. That's what I do. So how did you? Now speaking of like gorilla 
podcasting. How did you commandeer a table at WonderCon? Well, let me tell you a fun story, Smurf. <laughs> um, as I stated, the show was running at about 80%. Right. On Friday, we were walking through Friday, your, your, your recon day. Correct. Your lay of the land. Right. We were scoping walking. Scoping out. Scoping out. Where your friends, and we were at WonderCon, so we had no friends. Oh. Um, but that's the day you find out where things are. Mm-hmm. So we, as we were going through, we noticed there's a lot of empty tables, named uh, nameplates, right? But empty, so clearly haven't arrived yet. But at the same time, we saw a lot of blank tables, mm. as if the show set up for 500 tables. Because they thought they were going to sell 500 tables. So just, here's the layout for the show. Right. But they didn't sell 500, whatever the number was. They did not sell whatever their table number was. Their goal. So as you're walking through Artist Alley, there would be a blank table. So we joked. We started joking on Friday. Right. But how funny it would be if we just commandeered one of these tables. And a lot of the tables that we were finding were in Artist Alley, which you know... To access some of those tables, you have to walk behind six or seven tables to get to that table. Mm -hmm. It's deep. So it's not convenient, and it's hard to – there's no subterfuge. No. At all. So I was like, let's find a table that's on an end cap or that's not evasive around other people. So Saturday afternoon, we found three tables, all in an intersection, all unpaid for. Really? So – we took the best placed of the three that also had two t- two chairs at it, okay. which was key. It had to have two chairs because... Well, you both you, have to sit down. And there's no way to have subterfuge carrying a chair across an aisle. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not subtle. No. So we found this table. We set, shop, set up shop. Yeah. I pulled up my uh, portable recording device. And started recording a podcast. Wow. People were walking by going, oh, cool, podcast. We had no table drapery. We had no name tag. We had nothing. So, like, why would anybody stop? Right. You know, why would anybody think we were even supposed to be there? I literally had my backpack on the table, you know, so I'm trying to make it look like we're just taking a rest here. Right. But I was trying to set up shop. Um, Sunday, they had removed the table. I, I honestly think that the, the artist that was to our right, mm-hmm. who we were not bothering whatsoever, right. I think got S- mad. Squealed on you? Yeah, I think so. Because the event staff walked by six or seven times, looked right at us, and just went, Meh. and didn't look at us and then key the microphone and talk or anything like that. They just looked over and went, eh, We need security. Right security. So that's how we did it. So I uh, officially, unofficially, have tabled at WonderCon. That's impressive. Um, hope we be doing it again at Star Wars Celebration. Maybe at San Diego, which we did talk about one time. We did find a blank table at San Diego, but that's an achievement point. Because right there. we're we're under contract under somebody else's name. Oh yeah, I'm on, I'm on eggshells mm. a little bit, so I, I'm very very uh, polite. Yeah, when you're on someone else's dime, it's probably best not to. Yeah, there is no gorilla yeah. on someone else's dime because I don't want he, he to get in trouble. But I will go to uh, pressers, uh, roundtables, yeah. unannounced, and then be like, 
but my boss told me to show up. <laughs> That's a page from my playbook. You can't do that. Well, then they go, well, who's your boss? And I look at the badge, at the name of the badge. I go, I don't know, whoever. His name's Jeff. He runs this thing. I'm literally, I'm just, I'm just a content creator person. <laughs> I'm just, he tells me to go get content. And I go, okay, boss. <laughs> but here's the thing. As you know, as long as you act like you're supposed to be there. Exactly right. Nine times out of ten, they're going to be like, okay, you can stay. Just don't fuck up. Yeah. So, that's I've been to San make Diego. Make it till you make it. San Diego roundtables uh, with actual media people at the same table that I'm at. Right. They're asking professional media questions. And then I go, hey, so there's going to be this wrestler on this next episode. What's going on with that? And then all the professionals just look at you. They they look over like you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> that uh, is hilarious. But it's it's uh, it, it. There's something about being at conventions. You know you're around a bunch of like-minded people, so True. you're in a fairly safe space, if you will. Not that we're, we all need to be in safe spaces, but I, what I mean is that it's okay if you're a total nerd. Yes. Or geek about ALF. Yes. And you're talking about ALF at a Comic-Con. Yes. Because somebody else is going to overhear it and be like, oh, dude, you remember episode 27? Um, I love being around that environment. I love being around bumping into, rubbing elbows with people that you've seen on TV. Mm-hmm. Not everybody gets that close, but shows like Starfest, look at me tying everything together. Shows like Starfest, medium, small to medium-sized shows, that does happen. It happens a lot. A lot. Because, um, I mean, the conversations, the interviews that I've had with celebrities, I know I would never have been able to pull off at a bigger con. No. And Ever. E- and, and not even at a bigger con, it would happen otherwise. Yes. I would not have got to talk to uh, David, David, David Newell, the guy from... Uh, uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, the speedy mm-hmm. delivery guy. Yep. I would not be able to land that interview. I, I'm being honest with, with myself. I would not be able to land that interview had it not been at a convention. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not have got to speak to Tron officially. Look at me tying everything back to Starfest. But I got to tell him the story of me physically running into him at Starfest and us passing each other, being like, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah, okay. And me turning around and going, was that Tron? Was that Tron? <laughs> and then we get to tell him that story, which you were saying you, you with the, the Horror Fest, try to schedule mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Philly show that unfortunately has folded that my, my team used to get to really take over. Right. It was in their contracts. I mean, it's on all of their that contracts. That they had to talk to. Not yep. that you're con- you have to talk to. If they approach you, you have to give them time. Yep. It's all I in all our contracts. That. I love that. It's in all of our contracts. Um, but we've made it simple on them. So their, their, their badge on the back, we have all of the info of where they need to be and when. That's perfect. So we've made it simple for the... For the celebrities, we've made it simple for the media because all we want is everybody to, to to just have fun. Yeah, and that, that's that's attendee and and otherwise. Yes, for if, everybody. If, if, att- if attendees know exactly where their their favorite person is going to be, mm-hmm. 
it makes it a lot easier for them to get what they need from them instead of waiting for them to be doing a panel and then trying to sling a Batman story to them. Catch them flat-footed. Yes, and then Kevin Smith has to say, but I don't own Batman. Yeah. They won't let me touch Batman. They were like, I've got a great story, guys. And they were like, you're Kevin Smith? Nope. (laughs) No. He he told this kid, he goes, "Uh, if you can retcon the story to a blunt man and chronic, let's talk. Wow. But I can't. It's Batman. I can't touch it. But asking out a panel is not the appropriate time to do no, that. No, time and place, time and but, place. But when a, when an attendee, when a press person, when a, a casual attendee mm-hmm. knows where their person, their favorite person is going to be, it makes it a lot easier. It does, and it's, and I don't know because I honestly think we are going to see the pendulum swing because I think we're about to see the end of the big con. And and the comment, and I'm not going to single the person out, but I know when I say what I'm about to say, it will be an immediate identifier. But one of the comments on the Save Starfest page okay. was maybe they should get cheaper guests, which made me <laughs> made me pause and laugh a little bit because. There, that's 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 not a thing. I mean, it, it, that isn't how it works. Because if you get cheaper guests, they are out there. Don't get me wrong. But if you get cheaper guests, nobody wants to come. And the big dollar guests, yes, they're great, but they're big dollar guests. So I think we're about to see this e- e- the shrinkage of the con so that it's more manageable, and I think that people are taking pages from everybody else to create a better environment. I won't argue what anything you just said, because as I was talking about the show that folded in Philly, right? the, the years that I did it, every Saturday night, the, the showrunner was pulling whatever hair he had left out of his head because for a small to scratchy medium sized show the names that he would pull in were out of range for the people that were going to be there Mm -hmm. so these people have huge reserves and he wasn't meeting them by ticket sales and autographs so he knew every every saturday night he was freaking because he's out of pocket he was trying to figure out how out of pocket he was going to have to be all right so I think tightening that up, bringing in maybe just one or two people per show. You know, uh, say your show is focused on the Picard, the new Picard show. Right. But you focus that show, the celebrities around that show. You pull in a few of those people, which, yes, are all high dollar. I don't know. I mean, some of the next gen actors that we've seen multiple times. I mean, how expensive is Brent Spiner at this point? Well, I think that's why... We're seeing them again. We're seeing them again. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think... I won't get to buy him breakfast this time when I see him. That's not how I got to buy him breakfast. It was cool. That's cool. Buy him breakfast. I gave him a breakfast voucher. (laughs) But he didn't have one. So, you know. Uh, I mean, uh, Jonathan Frakes is also going to be at the last Starfest. I think Jonathan's been there several times. Um, I don't keep track as as close to the, the treks as much as everything else, but... Uh, 
WonderCon this year had a large comic presence. Like comic book guests Com- or comic book no, retailers? Comic book retailers. That's encouraging. That makes me happy to hear. The downside, they put them all in the same, like, 8x8 eight eight area. Jesus Christ. So all the, the, the shops were in the same spot, which made it cool because one side had dollar comics, the other place had, like, $2 comics, mm-hmm. and then there was, like, you know, X amount. So there was some competition that was that was developing over the weekend. They were adjusting. Uh, but I think dispersing them, mixing well, it, it up It may have a been a better bit. idea. Um, like you wouldn't want to put two two Pokemon artists next to each other, I I wouldn't think. As an example, I mean it's so hard to say because if they're close to each other and they draw Poke, I mean I don't I don't know. It really it's, it's okay. It's difficult to say, and I, I kind of believe what you're saying, but at the same point, I'm like I don't I don't I don't know. Right? Because Artist Alley is just all of the artists shoehorn in there. It is. A lot of times it is all shoehorned <laughs> in there. And all of them are doing fan art of the same Marvel characters and it basically just comes down to like what speaks to you. Right, that is true. It's uh, so hard to say they're, they're but not, I, I agree with partly what you're saying. Uh, just You spread it out a little bit. Give everybody a chance. Well, and that's what I think what you and I liked about Emerald City is because each corner had, like, an influx of retailer and publisher and, like, niche little stuff. And then, oh, hey, look, there's, you know, Marvel Comics. Or, hey, look, there's, you know, so-and-so artist from The Hulk. So, I mean, that was... That was... um, That was... That was great. But nobody really does that anymore. And even Emerald City last time I was there was not not built that way mm. I, I, it's man it's I think it's an ever-changing it is sort of thing and with the events of the last two years I think that we're shows are learning yeah there are a couple shows last year handful of shows last year um, there's been a handful of shows already this year I've kept very close contact not contact but an eye on uh, the WonderCon aftermath and it's looking good. If people have been, they haven't necessarily reported it as, I was at WonderCon. Because mm. that's, that's the only way they're going to get that data. Yeah. Right? So, but I'm, I'm checking in with my friend who lives in the area. I'm like, how are things? He's like, oh, everything's fine. They haven't said anything. So, Denver last year, I think one person reported Came down with COVID last year from I, Denver? I Maybe. I don't even know if that was... But, and I don't even know if it was confirmed. I don't think it was confirmed. I know for Festival of Horror, we had we were we were clean. We were clear. Green so, light. Nobody happened. So I, I think... is I really think the majority of people, if they're being responsible, and as you are saying before, you, you, you gauge your own safety at these things. If you mm-hmm. feel comfortable, either way, knock yourself out. Take it. Go. Um... There was, I, I do think we are going to see uh, lots of people bringing hand sanitizer more so than they had in the past. Uh, I think you might even see people going like, hey, um, <laughs> nice. Um, you can't use our hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer unless you buy one of our little things. So you yes, can, you one know. of our tchotchkes. Yeah, so, uh, but it was nice that the, the con itself had a lot of dispensers around and people had their 
pumps out and whatnot. Right. Uh, so I think people are, are adjusting. They're adjusting. And the, it's the celebrity part that I think is going to be the biggest hurdle, which goes back to what you're saying about tightening things back up. I was I, I got to hang out with a celebrity type, mm-hmm. and she never removed her mask at any point for pictures with fans or with myself. And that's going to be person to person and celeb to celeb. But until everybody's comfortable enough to do that, I think that's where a lot of that tightening up is going to be because nobody wants to take a picture with a celebrity if you're if you're covered up. You know, nobody's going to. That's not going to be a lasting thing you want to have on the mantle. No. Right? And how they're doing it now with the plastic barriers, that's cool. And at least they put the camera at that center point. So you don't really notice that there's a barrier between the two people. Right. Well, and that's that's what I really am, like, not going. I mean, you're paying all this money to get a picture with a celebrity, and you have this, this sheet of plastic between you. And it's just kind of like, well, I just dropped $150 to take a picture with plexiglass <laughs> right right and that's what i'm saying at least they line up the camera so you don't really see mm-hmm. that it's there but you know that it's there you know it's there and you were if you're there as the the picture takey or taker takey the photographer not the photographer the other person oh. get your picture taken yes like you know it's there you can barely hear the person on the other side of the plastic it's I'm true sure. there's no talking and then even when you're doing like um the the autograph line there's still no there's no interaction because they're trying to move you through there as freaking right. fast as you can. I, I was happy that um, I got a chance to like really chat with uh, Giancarlo Esposito at the last fan expo because nobody was in line and totally took advantage of that situation. Couldn't record it, which is fine, but that's I think what you and I like to do the most is just talk to him. We don't need to interview him. We want the counting coup moment of being able to say, I, I, got, I got to just chat with him. Right. Briefly. Uh, yes, that, that's a huge thing, which the celebrity type person that I got to see at the show, mm-hmm. I got to just chat with. Because when I met the person, it was just very, it, it was very unique. And we just, we just connected. And we have ever since. Um. I enjoy that car. I, I was. I mean, here we are blowing each other again. I got to. I got to talk to Tom Kane, before you know he's unable to talk anymore. Right. He was a fucking hero of mine, a voice acting hero, and I just got to have just a chat about life. And it, you know, you you slip in the interview question every once oh, in a while. There. I mean, there there are there are things you want to know that later on a podcast when you're like, you know, you and I sitting here and we're like, well, yeah, the so and so said, you know, this or right. I know this is coming, so you can kind of promote it appropriately. But right. yeah, that's that's the key. That's the takeaway right. for it, us anyway. I mean, yeah, it's cool to get the bumper. It's cool to get the, get an interview with a celebrity. But for for me having that media press access is just for me to try and force my friendship upon people that I shouldn't actually be friends with. Uh, I guess that's fair. They're, they're, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, just the, 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 the comic, I'm glad I got into doing comic cons. I was sad for those three years, two and a half years. Where we right. had nothing, nothing at all. 
It makes this job extremely more difficult to <laughs> yeah, do. Well, it totally does. It totally does. Um, <laughs> so, it, it, so I guess to wrap all that back to the original question, it was just great to be back. It felt great to, to be there, to have the camera on my, my hip, to have the, the backpack full of gear, you know, ready to get whatever we needed to get out. Mm-hmm. Do you think um, Do you think we're going to see more cons fail? Yes. Yes, because I think the, bu- the, bu- the bubble was going to burst before the pandemic. Right. Because at the end of the Avengers, you and I had spoken. We were like, we, we're, we're betting now that the Marvel hype wagon has come to its, its rest. The, the, for, yeah, for now. Yes. Right. Um, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing really big. There's no gigantic franchises that are getting ready to start back up or start again. I mean, Alf maybe, but you know, that's another story. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, like, I, maybe, maybe the pandemic was the burst and it is going to get back to more of a comic artist thing for a little while. As long as, as long as studios don't come back to shows, then Yeah. Shows are going to become, become a little bit smaller, more concentrated in the art, cosplay, uh, the comic. I think we'll see. I think we'll see a lack of studios, but I think we'll see an increase of streaming services. Yes, there was a huge presence at WonderCon for streaming services, and that's the that's the way the things are going. That anyway. is that is the new beast. Um, and if they invited me to something I wanted to see, I would have covered a whole bunch. Absolutely. And then getting that foot in the door to, to do more things like that. Hey, yeah, because that's the first thing you want is like, hey, next time you do this, be on, yeah, let me know. Hit, yeah. hit me up. I'll be happy to come along. I, I'm but, not going to watch. <laughs> but the, 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 you got to get something to get you in there first, yes. get you in the door. And I'm not curious enough to just be like, let's try something new. I've never tried this on the menu. Let's go. <laughs> I'm it's that, moving when I eat it. Sure, why not? That, that's not me, you know. So maybe if there's a certain a, a star right. on the unknown show or movie, and that was the person doing the interviews, hell yeah, that would be more entertaining. That's because at least I, at least I am familiar with the person. Kind of, well, you know what I mean. Yes, you've heard of the person. You know they've done at least an interview you've seen. Right. So it's you, not Joey Bag of Donuts coming on after the interview. Right. Right. And he's just like, yeah, and he's there with his bag of donuts. Yes. And you're like, I thought that was your moniker. And you're like, no, that's my last no, name my and last my name. gimmick. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm very curious to see where this road goes. Because collections and and collectibles are are starting to hit the block again and and cons are in this very strange space so i'm 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 starting to keep track and score who's where and what's what's what and who's where i mean there there are shows that are out there that i i like they're still going you mentioned one earlier like that's still going yeah there's a few that surprise me yeah, that have running just as long, longer now than Starfest. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how did you make it this far? Sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then there's other shows that I think are really good 
the the heart the heart is there the passion is there maybe the show isn't connecting with the people the execution could be a bit lacking other shows are after the rush they're too late in the season they're too close to the holiday season there is a cutoff i mean last year when they tried to shoehorn everybody in where you're going seattle then chicago and then i mean they even had more in after that and that was already into like november october november december Mm -hmm. and it was just maddening how much they tried to just push yeah at the same time i i i love that feeling of like well we're booked for the next three weekends i don't know how i'm gonna afford this (laughs) Eh. But, you know, hey, let's do it. And it's something that I was talking with my co-host on the Points of Interest podcast. Um, shameless plug here. Shameless plug. Uh, that I think it was 2016 or 17, we went to six shows together. Right. Crisscrossing across the, the, the country. Right. And we ran into Neil Adams at every single one of them and tried to force our friendship upon that crusty old man. Red made him cry. He, oh, Red, good. Red made that man cry, which is hilarious. That's to me. awesome. She loves uh, that story too. But uh, we want that feeling of of coming home, cleaning your clothes, repacking the same clothes, basically repacking the bag and heading back out. Yeah, I, I, I miss that. I want that back. I got ten. I got ten stacked right now for the con you, season. You you have more shows stacked right now than a couple celebrity people that I know have booked. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it. This is, this is it. I I'm all in. It works or it doesn't. If it doesn't, then I, I gave it, I gave it everything. Is oh, what sure. I'm thinking. Sure. I mean, that's, I mean, th- there's no other way to do things. No, no. And it's a, it's at that point, just like you, you're probably like thinking, okay, I got to do it, but damn, where do I come up with the money? And how do I, how do I plan this out? You know, well, you know, here's the part where you have the sponsor. See, yes, they get set up. It's they get true. set up in natural conversation, and there's there's they're there, and then nope, nope, we want to, no, we don't want to talk about keeping your hair. No, we don't want to about keeping your boner. We don't want to nope. talk about uh, 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 changing your 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 career into coding. But no. our sponsor, Susie Q's, who's amazing. Or I don't. You didn't give me copy, so I can't. No, I know. <laughs> I always make up Susie's intro because it's more authentic, and she likes it better that way. But Susie's been sponsoring the podcast for a while, and she loves it. And go to SusieQ's.com, and you can buy chainmail designed uh, jewelry, earrings. She got like dragon plate. I mean, it is. It is impressive shit what that woman can do. God that, damn. See, now I wish I did have the copy. I need to write copy. Yeah, that'd be great. With some pictures, <laughs> so simply could be like, I, she's yeah. in, she's in the studio. She's she she's got an office on the other side. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, if there's pictures, then it's it's all natural. Like, yeah, they got these there. dragon scale things. <laughs> See, and people say I don't know anything about marketing or Same. how to do things. Fucking selling themselves, uh, man. Uh, but uh, the the state of the the state of the con as as the question was posed, I believe. Yes. I, I think. It's going to continue. It's going to go on. It will go on. It's going to ease back into gigantic crowds. 
I, I want to be at San Diego. I really want this guy's panels to get approved so we can go, just because that that's my gauge. San right. Diego's my gauge for the rest of the country. Which, you know what, that is not a bad gauge, and it's probably the most accurate gauge that you and I can have, because if that con, there, there's two big ones. Dragon Con, San Diego. Those, in my mind, are the big ones. And if they're struggling or if they are wrestling with attendance, guests, what have you, then the little con may stand a better chance, but the middle con does not. Yeah, I, I mean, I will tell you enough credible sources over the past weekend have told me that San Diego Con is actually in the air. Wow. For, the, for 2022, it is in the air. It is, they have dates, they've sold tickets, I think they've sold tickets. I can't remember if they sold tickets I don't or think not. Tickets have but gone, they've but announced. They've announced guests. They've announced dates. They know where they're going to be. But I heard from enough credible sources this weekend that it is truly in the air. Frightening. It is. Well, it on is. that bombshell. Uh, <laughs> You can find me at, uh, where can you find me? You where can, find can we find you? Please tell us the most effective way to stalk the one and only Josh Hawks. You can find me at uh, Twitter at 303 underscore Ninja, 303 Ninja on the Instagram. Uh, if you are looking for the Points of Interest podcast, which you should be because we talk about everything. There is nothing that we will not talk about over there. I like your weed conversations because I find them absolutely fascinating. We, You know, there, there's some talk uh, behind the, the scenes there of possibly just a weed-centric. I don't know and why you are waiting to do that. Cause to uh, be because honest, I, I need a co-host. I need a co-host that will uh, either uh, that participates or has enough knowledge so I'm not talking to myself. I don't have the knowledge, but I would not let you talk by yourself because there's so many things. Because if I have a weed-centric question, thought, if my brother is unavailable, you are – it's you or my brother that I will speak to. That's great. Nobody else because I can't – I don't trust anybody. Well, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so there, there might there's some things working in the background. But uh, as – as the podcast world evolves, ever-changing, yes. I have decided to not go forward with a website for the time being. So I will just say wherever you like to find your podcasts, you can find the POI podcast. So you have to put that in, otherwise you're not going to find it. That's important. Uh, so if you go to Spotify, it's uh, it is listed as oldest to newest, which is very annoying. Because I tried showing somebody, hey, go go here. This is where our podcast is. Right. Oh, it hasn't been updated since August of last year. Is because that's the oldest one that's listed on Spotify, and Spotify naturally lists oldest to newest. Oh, that's disappointing. Very. I need mean, I need to check. I haven't checked my Spotify numbers for a while. At least when I go to it, that's how it's listed. All right. And I'm not logged in, so that may have something to that do with could it. Have something possibly, to do with but wherever you like to find your podcast, find the POI podcast. You're on all the platforms, same as me. I am on. I'm on po- platforms I didn't even know existed. Same here. I've got people in Indonesia that listen yes, to us. Yes, me, me as well. Me as well. Thank you, Deezer. Uh, so uh, anywhere you find that, we are live on Twitch every Tuesday night, seven thirty ish Mountain Time. You can watch the uh, live recording of the POI podcast every week. We have guests sometimes. Veronica Taylor. Hmm. The voice of Ash Ketchum. Yep. 
from Pokemon will be joining me. Hopefully in the next few weeks, we are working out details, but she is going to come do the entire one-hour show with me. Wow. She's going to have to put up with me for a whole hour. It's going to be amazing. It'll be fine. It'll be awesome. It'll be great. Uh, otherwise, you may find us in a few weeks at Star Wars Celebration. A few weeks after that, you may find us, uh, well, a couple months after that, you may find us and Smurf. At Dragon Con, and you could find Smurf. I, well, you found this, so you probably know where to find Smurf. But now it's your turn to, to, to masturbate. I've on Smurf will be. We got May f- coming up, right? So that's well, we're in planet middle of, the beginning of April. Planet the retro eighties con. Um, there's something else in May. I don't have my book in front of me, but yeah, May, June, and July. July is Fan Expo Denver. I will be there for that for sure. Yeah, uh, well, I mean... And Starfest. Starfest is in May. And I'm hosting panels. I'm doing a couple interviews. I got a table. At Starfest? Yeah. I'm closing it out. I might as well. And they, they, they hijacked me again to do interviews because they think I'm funny. Oh, okay. Well, they haven't contacted me. Oh, I can ask them. So I may not be at Starfest to close it out. but I haven't they... seen anything for press yet for Starfest, though. I haven't fair. either, to be fair. To be fair. But uh, when you have a direct connection... And you haven't heard back. Um, but maybe I'll be there, maybe not. Uh, there's nothing else really in Denver coming up outside of that that I can think of. Uh, Colorado Anime Fest is in a couple weeks. That's uh, true. You will find me there. I will be there covering I'll that. Go sc- I'll go scope it out. Uh, it's a fun show. It's it's a good put-together show. It is a young show. It's a very young show. It's a young show. So I don't know. I have to be selective. I actually... <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself, folks. No, no I, I have gone one step further, Smurf. I print the photo release and I pin it to my person. <laughs> so if anybody does approach me and say you can't take pictures of me, I can say, "Look at my back shoulder. It says that by purchasing a ticket, you have no right to privacy." It's true. But if you ask me politely, I will delete the picture. But to you, be have, you have no right to privacy. It's nope. just like being at a football game. Your likeness will be used and you won't you, be paid for you it. You are public. Uh, so, um, yeah, you can find me around town. Uh, hopefully, you, you still know, have the Facebook page, right? I still have a Facebook page. You can, uh, you know, if you're nice and you're cool and you're not some sort of uh, uh, extremist of any kind, you can find me on the Facebooks by the same thing. I believe I am listed under Josh Hawks, I think. Either that or 303 Ninja. Uh, Are you still there 303 Ninja? I I know on the Instagram it's 303 Ninja, so I'm going to imagine so is Facebook because they are one and the same. But you can find me on the internet. If you just look for 303 Ninja, you will find Josh Hawks. It's synonymous. It is. That is the the most catchiest of names. Hmm. Um, Cool. All right, thanks for having me. No, it, we it's need my to do pleasure. more than once. We need to do more than once in a year. Once, once a year. Once a year. We can do more than once a year. If you, I, you know what? I would like to be on your podcast. We I would to, love. I would love to switch the tables because I'm always here. So I would love to do that. Would you still stand as a guest? Yes. Okay. Well, then next time I'll bring this my gear. <laughs> I'll bring the road <laughs> masturbator. You could check the road masturbator out. That's not what it's called. But I mean, if you wanted, if you wanted to bring it here, we'd set it up. I'd still, I would probably drink. I'm not drinking today, so you got, you know, the best, the best Smurf that's out the there. The best Smurf possible, I think. Well, because when you drink, you turn into Snark. It's only in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we, I don't think we get any better at ending at that. No, 
on that bombshell, we shall say goodbye. We will be back next week with Lord knows what. But in the meantime, give us a like, give us a share. Please go over and check out 303 Ninja and the Points of Interest podcast. But in the meantime, run fast, laugh hard, and always be kind. Good night.